Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome back to Marriage of Martinis, and I'm Adam, and here's Danielle. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you'll you'll you, get that in another episode you, later You on. did a lot of making fun of my hi when we were in LA. I think Not a it lot, be, just It once. became like a famous... Uh, yeah. yeah, you'll see that in uh, the Alexis episode, I think mm-hmm. that But was. they don't know any of the episodes yet. Well, I'm saying you'll see that in a forthcoming episode. A forthcoming How's episode. Mm-hmm. I've been reading a dictionary. Uh, I want to make a request before I forget. I've been wanting to make it, although you did much better this time. Oh. But in a couple of, well, in a lot of the other episodes, when you do the ads, yes, I always want people to think, to listen and hear if they think that you sound like like Alec Trebek or like Jack, Jack uh, what's his name, Pat Sajak, Pat Sajak, or any of those. You're like you turn into you go from like totally like cool, carefree, confident <laughs> guy to like. And I now, yeah, I don't know what that and is. Now. And now, I, I try to concentrate on it and fix it, and maybe that makes it worse. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know, but for some reason, I struggle. You become like a robot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because I have to read. I have to like know what Oof, I'm saying. That's hard. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, but I have to like talk and read at the same time. Mm. It's difficult. Or you could just wing it. Uh, I'm no, trying. That, that would be a disaster. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'll get better. No, you got this. This week, if everybody listens, this week you did well. Oh, I did. I ish. <laughs> ish. Ish. Yes. Yeah, you did. But I love, like, it cracks me up when I listen to you because I feel like you turn into, like, an announcer. Yeah. Like a sports announcer. I don't know or what I'm doing here. I just. It's okay. Do what I do. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Well, we're we're home. Yeah, it's we, been a while since it was just the two of us. I know. Mm-hmm. Sure feels like we've it. had like threesomes and foursomes for the past. <laughs> talking about podcasting. Yes, we are talking about podcasting. <laughs> LA wasn't that crazy for us. No, unfortunately. Yeah, and we couldn't have because we stuck out like sore thumbs there. Like, yes, I don't think we were picking anybody up. No, they were like, "Oh, look, there's New Jersey right there." Right, right, <laughs> yeah. like Bridge and Tunnel. <laughs> well, I guess they don't call us that. That's only in New York. Bridge and tunnel? I never heard that. Yeah, that's what the that's what everybody. Well, I don't know if they still do. When I was in college in New York, well, you were a New Yorker for a while, so you. I was a New Yorker, so I think that I would even be like, because everyone would be like, "Oh, there's bridge and tunnel," meaning there's someone from New Jersey. Okay, so that's why that was like, but it was like a bad, a negative reference, right? You know what I mean? Like the this the city people, you know, like the cool, trendy New Yorkers didn't want like the bridge and tunnel folks, you know, with the high hair and the you know the hairspray. The eighties? You weren't there in the 80s uh i was there late 90s that was high hair i thought that was like an 80s i mean i think there were people in new jersey there are people in new jersey still doing it yeah i think there are good for you people (laughs) i'm proud of you they're loyal yeah Mm -hmm. you you hold that brand of new jersey high hair i like that (laughs) 
<laughs> if you look at any yearbook from like 1990, <laughs> it's just a competition of like who's like they. I think they had to move the cameras all back like 20 feet from 1980 to 1990 right. so that they could get all the hair in. Was it like Aquanet? And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, right? yeah, that aerosol spray. Yeah, that I'm surprised we're all still like alive and not coughing up a storm. Exactly. Uh huh. But um. But I don't know. I feel like we stuck out in L.A. too. Like everyone is just, I mean, we'll talk about it on another episode, but everybody is just so like put together and. Yeah, like they care. Well, <laughs> but I, they right? care, but I don't think they ha- they have to put much work into it. Like they all just look fabulous. But yeah, well, yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay. Kind of a I mean, much, much work into their outfit. I think they probably look a lot, put a lot of work into their exercise regimen and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. Later. And another thing I was going to say, since we're talking this episode about finding identity and keeping your sense of self or trying to reclaim your sense of self after marriage and kids, this is kind of a big day for us too, because our niece, our oldest niece, starting college, she just left today and she goes and like, I'm super jealous of her. She's going, um, you know, to a, a great school and she gets there, and before she even starts school, she has nine days of orientation where they take them like on a trip. You had they, she had like twenty four trips she could choose from. When I was in college, orientation was like, "There's the Twin Towers, there's the Empire State Building, here's the subway. You're on your own." Oh, like to get you acclimated to the area? Yeah, it was okay. nothing. And I was New York City. She's going to like a you know a countryside, you know, and they take they're taking them. It's like a nine day orientation. I think seven of the days a week of it she's like um uh kayaking and biking and camping really? in a national park wow before she even starts i know i'm so jealous am i too old to go well that's what i i feel like i'm so jealous of her and then our nephew it left for a boarding school yeah this is so incredible so awesome. cool so he's going to a boarding school where you there are no electronics you go, you stay, um, you know, it's like a, it's like a farm and you farm. He gets up in the morning. He has to like collect the eggs and from the chickens, not the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yes. No, he has to like, yeah, right. He has to like, I don't know what it's called. I don't know any of the lingo. What's the farming lingo? Like moo. I don't know. Moo. I don't know. He has to, I don't know if they milk cows or whatever, but it's all farm to table, like fresh food. Not like when you were at boarding school where it was like slop. Right. It's like real farm to fresh. Well, it's and not they farm go to out. Table. It's their farm to table. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they have like a chef. Right. But it's all from their Exactly. Farm. They farm it all. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they go out like twice a semester or well, I don't know if it's once a semester or twice a semester. He has three nights alone by himself in the wilderness. Wow. With nobody else where he has to, you know, it's like. They say it's not about survival, like they give you everything you need to survive. It's more about being one with yourself and like thinking and figuring stuff out. He can have books, but he can't have any headphones or anything because he needs to, I guess, be able to hear like killer animals and stuff. Well, it's like the movie 300. When you were a child and you were being trained for combat, you had to go out in the wilderness by yourself and like 
kill a saber-toothed tiger, whatever the hell was going on back Or is that kind of like Hunger Games, too, I think. I, yeah. So it's either you come back or you don't. Right. And if you come back, you win. Right. Well, I think yeah. this is more like, um, you know, he bought all his equipment at, like, North Face and REI. Right. Like, <laughs> I think it's more it's more of the, um, you know, like an upper crust kind of yeah yeah like yeah, he, he's like gonna be just, he's gonna be nice and comfortable it's like the like the pond that you fish in that they put the fish in the right pond for you. right yeah. yeah 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 i think they're actually i think they bring you like room service for <laughs> breakfast no but he but i'm jealous because they're starting off at that part of their life where it's it's like finding who you are and everything you do is about you you know what i mean like like in college you don't think about anybody else it's all about you. You know, you, you think about your schoolwork and you think about your friendships or whatever, but it all comes back to helping you, you know, develop and become a better person. You're not responsible for anybody but yourself, Same. you know, unless, you know, unless you're a situation where you have, you know, like whatever, sick parents or single parents or whatever it is that you feel like you need to take care of. But for the most part, they're like embarking on this time of their life where, they just get to concentrate on them. And I don't know. There's something really uh, fabulous about that, right? Yeah. I, with you just talking like this, is that why I'm so messed up? Because I didn't have that experience? Oh, sorry. So I spent the next... <laughs> 20 years thinking about me well <laughs> I you said to me about a minute and a half before we sat well we sat down about uh, 40 seconds before we started recording you said you might need to help me out with this episode because I didn't really know what I was doing here yeah I struggled with this I think a lot of that is just first of all thank you for you could have told me five days ago and I would have like explained it all to you yeah we were busy oh, okay <laughs> yeah but um but you didn't give me much prep time. No, I, I didn't mean like you have to help me with my answers to my questions. Just like help me moving along as okay. we're talking kind well, of Well, I, I wonder also if it's just that as a woman and a mom, I just naturally think about this more than you do. Like, I don't know if this is ever an active thought in your mind. Well, you haven't even spoken or said yet what we're talking about. I did. did I you? said we're talking about identity and sense of self and losing your sense of self. Oh, I miss that. After... <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. That says a lot, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I I almost wonder if it's just something that maybe you feel it without knowing you feel it, and we'll get to that, but I don't know if it's something you as a man actively think about. Like, I think as a woman, there are times when I'm like, I know you like alone time and everything, but I think mine is more like internal than you I think you just want to go and it's like a very superficial like I just want to sit by myself and you know for a couple hours and chill well, yours isn't that... a, yours isn't about like self-exploration like I'd like to like go on retreats and go and do you know things that were gonna help me find myself again like whereas I think you really just want to like sit and watch the same ass movie that you've watched 45 <laughs> times well it, my alone time has changed over the last year like now I, I do want like nap, like my alone time is nap time <laughs> where right. it wasn't that way, you know, over a year ago. Right. And previous to that. Right. So that's kind of changing for me too. Um, but well, let's get into it. So we don't, okay. yeah. All right. So I don't, I don't answer. But that's just something I, right I think uh, automatically is what I thought of when you said that is that I just don't know if it's something as a man that you think of as much as women as moms think about with finding our sense of self or feeling like we've lost our sense of self a little bit. Um, I don't know. Maybe we just 
process it differently, but it's kind of towards the same goal of finding out who we are, what we want, what we need. Yeah, I also feel like I need to preface all this with we I feel very lucky to be a mom. I'm in no way saying that, you know, I'm ungrateful for everything. I know kids are miracles and I'm so blessed and whatever because I know that there are people out there who are going to be like, you should be so appreciative. Not in our community. I know, but there might be people who, you know, I, 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 it does happen. It all goes without saying. That's okay, what, that's yeah, what we're, we're super grateful. I wanted to be a mom more than anything else in the world. And, you know, I am and I couldn't be more grateful. But it comes with certainly by gaining that part of yourself, I think, you also have to sacrifice a bunch of, you know, a bunch of who you are also. And you also? You also. <laughs> wow. It's L.A. I guess, yeah, you've been hit, <laughs> hit with the L.A. bug. And There's no, that's that's like know. Alabama. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's do it. Mm-hmm. What you got? Hit me up. No. You want okay. me to ask the question? Yes. Okay, sorry. How do you think getting married so early affected our sense of self and individuality? Mm-hmm. We spoke well, about this a little bit. Well, I was yeah, I was gonna kind of say this. We answered pretty much mm-hmm. over the course of a few episodes, mm-hmm. but we got married so young. We, I, I don't think we really knew who we were yet or who we wanted to be yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we got married so young. I don't think we really got a chance to find out who we would have been as adults individually. Like we didn't have that growing stage in our twenties and thirties. Where like today, a lot of people have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, I so I think we missed out on finding out who we would be as an individual today. And I don't want to expand on that yet. I'll let you because it kind of rolls into another question that you had for me. So that's my quick answer to that one. Yeah, I feel same way. I feel like I went straight from not being I mean, with my dad kind of paying for everything and um, being in college and working towards the goal of just graduating and everything to and again I was able to explore in college and everything but then I met you and it became us so I never really had a time when it was just me on my own where I was just focused on just just figuring out what kind of person I am and what my passions are. Like I've never really had a passion before ever. Like I don't, I'm not passionate really. No. I, writing or... I mean, sure. You can say that, but I never really <laughs> fully explored it. You know, I, like I never really, right. I've never written a book or I never worked at a publishing company or I, I never did anything that would let me know whether or not I love to write, but I, I love, eating chocolate like I love like a lot of things that would be amazing but I love what I'm saying is I love a lot of things but I don't know if it's truly like my passion you know had I explored 10 other passions maybe I would have found that I had something else yeah I feel the same way Mm -hmm. because what I was hinting at kind of before when I said maybe I'm so messed up because I never had that like I didn't go to college I didn't so I I did have a lot of individuality because or time to myself because I did sleepaway camps for a lot of years I, I did, know but that's too young uh, to like be I'm, finding I'm yourself up. okay and, and then I and then I went to boarding high school so I was away from home I wasn't on my own but I had that away from home experience which I think helped me and and it helped me grow as a as a kid mm-hmm. but then I don't know what happened in, you know, in between there and college, but I went to college and came home right away, you know, six months later after just 
fucking it all up and just doing drugs and be, you know doing not going to school. And I came home and I went to work. And I met you not very far after that. So there was no period for me to find out exactly who I was or pursue my passions because I could. I guess I couldn't. And at that point, I don't think you would have. I don't think you yeah. would have taken it seriously. Right. I think you would have probably just kept down the road you were going on. I agree. Yeah. And yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, like I wish I... I saved you. You did save me. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> giving myself way too much You credit. forced me. I forced you. Yes, I backed <laughs> put you into a way. corner. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I wanted to, I don't know, were you done with? Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Because I wanted next to talk about, you asked me also, if I could describe myself as a person, not as a husband or a father. Right, like to think about yourself, everybody out there too, to to get rid of if you're just a spouse, even if you don't have kids, if you're, you know, have a partner or you're a spouse or you're uh, a mom or a dad or whatever, like that's. I think that's our go-to first is, oh, I'm a, I'm a, for me, oh, I'm a wife and a mom. Yeah, but that makes sense. And that's why I, I struggled with this. And that's why I wanted to answer this right after that first one, because th- that's who we are. We've been, I, I've been a husband and a father. I've been a husband for 20 or 17 years, but together with you for over 20 years and a dad for 14 years but now. is that our whole identity now? Yes, like is, because, is it? Well, if I didn't get married. I think I'm more, I think there there's more to me than that. There is more to you, but you can't, like if somebody says to you, you know, who are you besides a mom and a wife? But everything that's led up to this point is kind of who you are. Like I'm a, I'm a, everything that I do is because I'm a dad and I'm a husband. I have more in me, but it's not possible to do those things that, you know, to do the things that I would love to be other right, than well, those things. Right, that's the problem, yeah. That you can't be. So that's, that's not who I, I am That's what I said. Anymore. It's hard to describe ourselves. Yeah. If someone said, to describe yourself, and I don't mean, you know, oh, I'm funny, I'm, you know, I'm... Uh, right, I wasn't looking for sensitive. that. Sensitive. I'm, I'm talking about, like, who, what, what, what you know, but, I mean... Now we're podcasters, right? So that kind of is part of our our identity, and but it took a long time to you know for, there was a long time we were we weren't podcasters, and um, I don't know what I, there was a little while where I would say I was I'm a marathoner because okay. I was running marathons, but again I don't know if it, it's a passion. I think I wanted to be active and I wanted to get healthy, and man, marathoning was what made the most sense to me because. I'm really a field hockey player and there are no adult field hockey teams. So <laughs> I think I just really had to, you know, is it the first thing that I wanted to do in my life? No, I would have chosen something else. I would have much rather like, you know, done what, I don't know, gone on. But yeah, but those are things that you wanted to, wanted to accomplish as an adult, as a person. It's not who you are. You're like you were a marathoner for five or six, seven years. Right, right. But That's I, but I did are. identify as I think people who are yeah. who are athletes and runners. I think they really identify themselves as you know that's part of their being. Or people who are you know yoga or spiritual or you know like uh, meditate all the time. I think that becomes part of who you are because it's it's all part of your being. And I think we always talk about meditating and I think that would help us to identify who we are having to just sit with your thoughts and sit with processing what's going through your mind and what you're really thinking about. Maybe you extract something that is who you are. Yeah. But I don't agree with that. That's something like meditating or 
yoga or a marathon. Like for the most part, I bet you if you ask any of those people in seven years who they are, it's going to be a completely different answer. I don't know. I'm saying for the most part, I'm not saying everybody. Right. And I have no statistics. I didn't look this up. I don't know. Right. Just, you know, my guess would be that that's not who they are. That's what, that's who they are today and for seven years. Mm-hmm. And then in seven years, ask them again, it's going to be a complete, but in those seven years, you're still a mom. You're still a wife. You're still well, a, of course, but that, that's who you are. Right. Right? right. I mean, it makes sense. Kind of, that's why I was having, you know, a lot of trouble with answering who am I besides a dad and a husband? Right. Because that's what we've been doing for half our lives. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's other qualities about me. There's other things that I'm interested in. I don't know. It's kind of like a, like a weird little line you walk. Yeah. I, oh. and I'd like to establish, cause there's going to be one day when your kids are going to be off to college and everything. And yes, you're still going to be a dad and everything, but maybe one of them. Uh, no, but okay, whatever. You mean in general? Well, you just said it yourself that maybe because you didn't go to college, that's part of our. We have a very big discrepancy about college. Well, but there's other roads I could have taken, and you would never have. It would not have turned out well. Oh no, no, no! I think I, I think they would have. Oh, okay. Like well, maybe if I if I did a self finding thing out in the mountains, like our nephew, or something like. But you that. were never going to do that. Okay, but if I did. It was going to be a self-finding thing in some basement with a bunch of rock stars finding out who awesome. you are on mushrooms or something. <laughs> that was going to be your daily. I don't know if I ever did mushrooms. I, I might have. Done I'm them just once. giving an example. No, like, I'm just trying to think. It back would if have I ever been that your self-finding thing would have been not finding out who you were like to your core being. It would have been oh, well, who am I on this drug as opposed to this drug, and like <laughs> that would have been your route. Hey, listen, there's religions based on how you like. It's funny because we were just a uh, highlight of one of the L- uh, trip to the podcast convention, not LA, but Orlando. I met the Stuff You Should Know guys. So I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, you were very excited. I, I put that excited. picture on Instagram. I was starstruck. I love those guys. They're incredibly cool down to earth guys. But they just did a whole episode on peyote and how peyote works. And I don't even know what peyote is. It's like, like remember the movie The Doors? Yeah. It's like that, like that drug that you take it's been around for seven thousand years i wonder if that's that what uh, on chelsea like, handler did there was one drug that she did in one of her episodes and i wonder if it was peyote but okay go yeah, ahead it, no it's just one of those drugs that like takes you on a journey for like 12 hours like is that where you throw up and stuff yes. and okay yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she did that I'm right of her i don't remember it sounds what, awful no but but the well the th- throwing up part sounds awful but the it's like throwing up and diarrhea at the same time <laughs> yeah but you're you're tripping like nicely for 12 hours in the meantime i don't so. but that but i don't ever want to shit myself ever is that true that you shit? i don't know i didn't hear that part of well it, she but. was saying that if it's if it's the same thing when when chelsea handler was talking about it, she was saying that her the person who's in charge i don't know what they're called like some the spiritual guide or okay, whatever right. who does it all the time that he was just sitting there like nothing was happening like crapping himself the entire time really? and everyone and it smelled awful in there she <laughs> said and everyone's like acting like nothing's going on because that's just what happens. Oh, yeah, but in his mind, I guess, or her mind, that's not what was happening, right? Like they were having a great time. No, I think she was like not enjoying herself at all because it like smelled terrible and like she didn't, she was uncomfortable. Oh, even though she did it, 
Yeah. Oh, really? I think so. Okay, who knows? I don't know. Right. It didn't sound like she had the best experience with it. All right. M- maybe. But, but, I thought, but I thought that was the drug that you're supposed to find yourself, like find yourself within and like take a maybe. journey. Maybe. I mean, I think that people do feel like when they, you know, especially with pot and everything, I think people think they're their best selves when they're smoking pot and that there's a different, for when you want to explore different sides of yourself, when you want to explore your sexual side, there's a special kind of pot. And when you want to explore, you know, your, like you want to, sleep and dream there's a like I think there's something for everyone there and I think a lot of people are very into that like finding yeah I know there's a ton of creative people that need to smoke a certain kind of pot Mm -hmm. which like just it's like uh I forget what movie it was when when Jim Carrey's like going crazy on a typewriter and it's just like pouring out of it was like uh when he became God Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. He's like, not that he was doing drugs, but he was sitting at the typewriter and his fingers just kept going mm-hmm. without stopping. It was just typing away. And like, that's what people kind of like ex- explain when they're on this certain kind of pot. Mm-hmm. That, that the just, it just, just all comes out comes, and it pours Yeah, but out. then is it like that you read it? Like sometimes I'll be drunk and I'll like write something down and the next morning I'll be like, oh my God, that's fucking brilliant. And the next morning I'll get up and I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, but I think that's drunk is different. terrible. Than, yeah. Right. So it's like, it's a different thing. Yeah. I ju- yeah, I just found for Chelsea Handler, she did ayahuasca, which I don't know if that's like the same kind of thing. And it's a shaman who is in charge. And I guess it says that um, when you do it, um, it's the ceremony is usually held at night between 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. and will typically last for four hours. Sometimes there is residual effects into the night, but usually by the next morning you will feel exceptionally good um, for strength. You should have an empty stomach or little food, and it can induce much unpleasant purging, which is probably what she was talking about. As can any uh, other, it's supposed to like get rid of all your impurities and negative right. energies. So that's what they think yeah. is happening when you're. But it also says that um, you're supposed to. It's supposed to like really put you in touch with your past and you're like you can see visions of your childhood that you've never seen before and i think it's supposed to be like a healing thing to move on and yeah i've heard of this it's, mm-hmm. it's, that's not peyote i've heard of this i don't know what like, they are but i'd like thing. to i'd like to explore it me too see that's something that i i am i feel like i feel like i want to start this kind of stuff that i obviously have to do a ton more research i'm sure i'm, I'm butchering the name i'm butchering everything about it but I do feel now at this age, like this is all stuff that I want to fucking experience. Like, not that I want to shit myself. I've done it before running marathons, but not that I want to like, like voluntarily do it. But I, I just feel like these are certain things that like right now, where, where are we going to do that? Like, when are we getting away to do something like that? How are we, you know, I don't want to, I just feel like it's not possible. Yeah. I think that's more of like, like retirement community kind of thing. Like once the kids are out of the house. I know, but that scares me too. And we always say, yes, we're going to be early in retirement and whatever. But the older you get also, these things are probably a lot harder on your body to do than yeah, when you're know. younger. I have no idea. I mean, I would imagine that it's something that, I don't know. Well, and, they said the next day you feel good, right? I But that could be when you're 30, not when you're saying. 60. If we did it now, like you don't need like a week to recover. <laughs> I think she was in Africa or something when she did it. Yeah. I don't know if it's something, I don't think we can like go into, you know, Brooklyn and like do a real like ayahuasca. I, I have no idea. 
I'll research it. Yeah, research it. Maybe they have it at like a trendy hotel right now we could go to. <laughs> but anyway, she was trying to, it's supposed to like put you in touch with, but those are the types of things that I really want to do. Maybe not that exactly, but that I would never even cross my mind like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm going to a, I, uh, Hawaii. you know, what are, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to dinner and a movie. <laughs> like that's our life right now oh right you know what I mean that's the extent of the excitement and I think I have a way higher excitement level than that yes I do but I, I, yes, I, how do. much can I really get in touch with that when I have two hours a week to explore who I am look into it let's find out some information that might be like a cool... Why, would you do it with me? Of course I would. That would be really I cool. I've been drugs in 20 years. I'd be happy to try something. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Okay. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And um, yeah, we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. I loved bringing my italic bag on our trip at the convention when we were in Orlando. I fit my laptop in there, my makeup bag, my snacks that I didn't want you to know I had. What snacks? You had snacks? I had lots of snacks and I knew you weren't going to bring any, so I brought my own. And in LA, I loved that I felt stylish because really I stick out like a sore thumb there. You do not fit into LA. I do not. I would like to. (laughs) No, you wouldn't. I would. They're all so stylish and everything. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But with my italic bag, I did. I did feel like that. And I also, by knowing that my Ariane leather carry-all tote bag was made from the same manufacturers as Celine and Prada, but only for a fraction of the price without the markup or waste of traditional retail supply chains. It not only made me feel more stylish, it made me feel badass and industrious too. Badass. Badass, baby. You look badass with that bag. Well, thank you. you. I felt badass. Everything from the soft, gorgeous leather to the stitching and the unique blue-gray color just makes it such a luxurious looking and feeling bag. They also have wallets, pouches, crossbody bags, backpacks, and sheets from the same manufacturers as the Four Seasons. They have scarves, glasses, I could go on and on. All with the same thing in mind. They're just trying to do things differently, including how they pay and treat their workers as opposed to other companies in the same industry. Their products sell out really quickly, and Italic just launched recently, and they're selling products super quick. And for the first time ever, Italic is offering Marriage and Martini's listeners a $15 credit to new customers. So head to Italic.com and put in MNM for $15 off for new customers. Italic.com, MNM. Danielle, do me a favor. From a scale of one to, I don't know, like infinity, how much do you love the Green green Light app? Oh, Adam, I love it so much. Like infinity, right? Like infinity and beyond. And beyond. Buzz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but for real, it has it has completely changed the way that we teach our children about money, finances, saving. Well, earning. we're not teaching them Green Light is. <laughs> this has, well, yeah, it's enabled us to be able to do that. Um, in so many different ways. Number one, they, they're learning how to earn money. We can set up, you know, from Jonah, our youngest, just to do chores, we can set up automatic payments to his Greenlight app that he can use anywhere, just like a debit card, because he wants apps on his phone, or if we're out and he wants to play games at the arcade, he can use his Greenlight card to pay for those things. Let's say with Ian, where we can pay him to do his chores, 
right? So he can make money, same thing, use his card just like any other debit card, use it anywhere. And he makes the stupidest purchases I ever. Know, don't even get into that. But but we don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't care what he makes. Buy whatever you want, just don't ask me for money. <laughs> right, well, I wanted to talk about Mia because she's going to high school and you know, with her being a teen, she's going to start getting jobs soon too. When she gets a job, she can have direct deposit into her Greenlight app mm-hmm. so that all the money that she makes goes right into that app that she has right there to save, spend, do whatever she wants with it. Mm-hmm. And not only that, she she was saving up for a laptop for high school. Now, look, she didn't work enough to earn enough to get a laptop, but it was easy for us to put in as much as we wanted into that app so she can buy the laptop on her own. Yeah, we told her we would match her. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that that's really cool. So it, it helps with the earning. It helps with the spending. It helps them learn that it's their money that they're using. So this thing is really amazing. It really teaches them all about finances because we can't teach them as good as this, this app can. No, we try. Right. So you got to check it out. Go to greenlightcard.com slash marriage for your first month free. <laughs> and after that, it's only $4.99 a month for up to five kids. And if you have five kids, you need this freaking app as much as we do. Right. Mm-hmm. So go to greenlightcard.com slash marriage for your first month free and only four ninety nine a month for up to five kids after. I want to talk about one of the things that I hear over and over again. And for a little while, I thought maybe it was just me being selfish for a long time until I really hear now hundreds and hundreds of women who say the same thing. I don't talk to as many men, so I don't know. But that after kids, especially you do feel a certain loss of yourself. And I think also as women, one of the things is that for you guys, yes, maybe you don't have time to do the things that you did. um, And maybe you want to explore more about yourself that you haven't been able to. But for us, we have an actual complete and total physical change that our body goes through. So it's like, physically, we're a completely different person than we were before we had kids. I mean, I have scars that I didn't have before. Um, You know, I have my, like, my boobs are completely different. Like, my whole body, my foot is a whole shoe size bigger than before I gave birth. Like, our actual bodies go through a change that sometimes I would walk in front of the mirror, of course, when I was pregnant, and even after I was pregnant, and I was like, that doesn't look like me. Like, I literally would look in the mirror and be like, I don't recognize myself. Like I've gone through this whole transformation and this change. And yes, it's all beautiful and wonderful, but it's shocking. And it's also like, it can be overwhelming because, you know, you you go from knowing yourself as one way. And I was always naturally thin and I could eat whatever I wanted. And those are obviously the minor details, but I... I didn't have the C-section scars and I didn't pee myself when I jumped and I didn't, you know, there were all these things that I didn't do before I had kids. And now all of a sudden you have a child and your whole physicality just changes. So I think for us, it, it feels more, um, like a direct impact. You know what I mean? The the changing who of who we are mm-hmm. than it does for you. It's yes, more of a physical. yes, your time. You have your you have less time to do what you want to do. Um, you're you're responsible, obviously, for keeping people safe and everything like that. Same way we are, but it's not it's it's not a physical change. Right, your physical being has changed from having kids. Yeah, Where that doesn't happen to us. The guy, you know, as guys, as dads, that doesn't happen. Right. Um, 
But what's your point? Like, are you trying to I'm compare trying that to... A little bit. I think that it is a different thing for us because... Well, different, yeah. Yeah. I think in some ways, maybe it's harder for us in some ways. I do because also with the pregnancy, I mean, for me especially, like, I was a horrible pregnant woman. I hated being pregnant except for, like, hearing the, feeling the baby move and everything. I, I just, I didn't like it. You're, you're responsible for the safety of this creature inside you that you have no idea how they're doing are they okay uh you know am i negatively impacting it by doing something you're constantly worried if you don't feel the baby move for a certain amount of time like your whole being becomes about taking care of this child that number one you don't even really know i mean fine you can say you know the baby inside of you but also that you don't know are they are are you doing the right things So when I think for me, once the baby was born and I, each time I had a kid, I I went through a period of like extreme, I think, trying to prove my independence again. I was like smoking like a chimney. I would get up at like 5 a.m. and just smoke packs of cigarettes. Um, You know, I was probably, I don't know if I was partying or, but I think part of that was like me, like myself again like I don't have to take care of anybody else well yeah that's why and when our first when our daughter was born eight months later we hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters May 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You were in wine country out in Napa. Like, yeah, I think you were like, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go do something. I yeah, be... but I think that's common. I think people go away. I don't I'm know, not saying there's not? anything wrong with it. I'm just saying right. you needed something like to be independent. To I be do. I always like, need. You want your body back. You want to be you again. Yeah, I need. Yeah, I wanted to get away and do something that was. But I do. I feel like for me, I have always felt like like some people are like, I never want to go away without my kids. I never want to leave them alone. I need them with me all the time. And I'm the opposite. Like, I sort of feel like I don't I I always need to have something on the calendar to look forward to. That's just me or me and you. Like that, yeah, I, I, that gets I know me. That. You yeah. have to tell me that. <laughs> right. Yeah. When we go away, the first day you are literally on the computer planning the next vacation, mm-hmm. even if it's a year away, you're planning what we're doing next. Right. But I also think that that gets me through a lot of the days. If I don't have something to look f- forward to, not that, again, not that every day isn't something to look forward to and I don't love being with my kids. I do. But if there's not something on the calendar that I can look at and be like, okay, I'm going to get some time to just be independent and do stuff just for me. And, you know, like we were just away. We had no schedule. We didn't have to worry about waking up the next morning and how we felt and getting people on the bus and we could come back and sleep whenever we wanted. It was like a pure bliss. Well, that's not 100% true. We did I mean, have we were a- working too, yes. Yeah, I mean, we had... 
every single day a schedule that we had to be somewhere at a certain time. It wasn't like relaxation getaway. Right. But it was still that we were doing all this stuff, granted for our family, but it was also directly for us. Yes. So that's something that you don't experience when you're home. Like when you're home, almost every second of every day, you have to figure out where your kids fall into everything and where your spouse falls into everything. And it's way bigger than you. So I think as, you know, in my role here, we're very, we have a very traditional marriage, right? So you're a stay-at-home mom, I work, you take the brunt of the load with the kids. So like you were just saying, physically, yeah, you take the brunt of, 100% of the brunt of everything because your body changes and all that. But for me, everything changes because now everything that I have to do is 100% for the family, right? So everything changes for me, not physically, I don't, you know, my foot didn't change my, <laughs> you know. All right. It was a lot more than my foot. I know that. I'm just, you know, obviously, you know, minim- minimalizing what you said. Minimalizing. Minimalizing? Minimizing. There you go. Minimizing. Mm-hmm. See? I told you I read the dictionary. Mm-hmm. But um, everything changes on my end because now my focus is my family, right? So I got to, whatever I, I do for work. Where before, like before you had kids, when you were looking in the mirror and you knew who you were, before when I was working, I knew what it was for. I knew it was just for us. It was the whole thing. Now, it's a constant struggle. Like we have to pay for, we got three kids. We got to pay for everything. We have to pay for school. We have to pay for food. We have to pay for, you know, and that's all on me, mm-hmm. right? So, and and it, it gets more intense the older they get. So... I'm not saying what you said was wrong. That it's more on the woman for yeah. the self sense of self. Yeah. But for for this type of relationship that we have, I know it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not 100% true because for me, it changes as well. Right. Not physically, but everything that goes into my mind emotionally, you know, what I'm thinking about, 100% 180 degree change. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the same way that I sort of rebelled after I had each kid and was probably doing things, you know, that weren't good for my body. And I mean, I still do them sometimes, but I I think that it was to the point where I was literally like probably every day doing a lot of really bad things. Um, And I think that that in that same way, because I was sort of rebelling and sort of like, fuck that, like I'm still my own damn person and I can still make my own decisions about my body after my kids were born here for nine months. I was worried about what not I didn't eat cold cuts and I would not know tuna fish and you know, all the crazy things that the doctors tell right. you to do and you you can't I was worried I didn't have one glass of wine the whole pregnancy because I was so scared and all those things and then as soon as the baby was out I was literally like oh my god I want sushi soft cheese <laughs> right. like a whole fucking 40 full of vodka and you know 14 packs of cigarettes did you make me when you were in the hospital after giving birth, get sushi for you? I, yeah. For in the morning, you got me a latte with like 75 sweet and lows in it because <laughs> right. I'm a, a sweet and low addict. Um, and I did have sweet and low during my pregnancy, so I probably shouldn't have. I did, but I would only use like half of a thing when really I wanted to use like 12 in each coffee. And I then you got sushi. me sushi yeah, in the right. morning. Yeah, you got me sushi. And... Um, I think like on the way home from the hospital, I made you stop and like pick me up a carton of cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But, but I think that's the same thing sort of that you did when you were like 
because I didn't know how else to to claim my sense of self. And honestly, I didn't have that much time. But the same thing for you, like with all your stuff when you're going to Atlantic City all the time and everything. I think that was also sort of like a fuck that. I'm just going to like go off and, you know, and experience and like experiment and be myself and nobody's going to tell me what I can do with my time or my body rather than having an actual hobby and going and doing that. I think yours was like a form of rebellion too. It was sort of a fuck that I I'm still my own person. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was totally like, I right, listen, my turn, my time. I want a couple of days. I'm out. Whatever it happens, happen. Not whatever. Right, happens, and it was but, a completely irresponsible way to do it. But I think at a certain point, a lot of us get to a point where we're just like, I, I feel trapped. Yes. I feel trapped in this identity that sometimes I don't even know who I am. Well, yeah, like I was just saying, you know, all the all I am is a husband and a dad. That's that's what I've been for twenty years. That's all I. That's all I felt. So I guess I was looking for that. I got to be my own fucking person and be, you know, have fun for just two days. Just like be alone, not find Mm. out who I am. It wasn't like an adventure to like, you know, escape and find out who am I? Who am I really? Right. And I think think you get to a certain point where you're sort of like, oh, my God, I'm almost 40 and I have no idea who the fuck I am outside of being a dad and a husband and a business owner. And, you know, like I literally have no idea who else I am. Yeah. But like I said, this was not that. This was not like, let me find out who no, I No, well, really. obviously, it was yeah. more of a... The, uh, I, I want to get the fuck out of here. I want to get the fuck out of here, but I also want to prove that I am independent and can do whatever the fuck I want. Okay. Right? Sure. I sort of. That. Yeah. And, I, and Esther Perel says... Esther, baby. Every episode. She's back. She says that usually when someone in a relationship is unfaithful, even though it wasn't a direct unfaithful, but in general, unfaithful, it's not that they're running away from the person that they're with. It's that they're looking for part of themselves. Like that they they just don't know who they are anymore and are trying to find it somewhere else. And I think that at a certain point, sometimes it's hard to know where our kids are end and we begin or where we end and our kids be like I think at a certain point it's sort of like we just we're just almost an extension of them well every single thing we do is for our family is yeah. for our children right and for each other right I mean that's that's all well, we I do. have I have always said that I think that our kids like for us you and I especially and we've always I think always known that we couldn't we couldn't have our entire lives revolve around them like I think we've always said yes they're the center of our world but they're not our entire world correct you know but even they can't be for us yeah Yeah. um and the Washington Post says motherhood should be called otherhood the relentless caring of others and not the self diaper changes at 2 a.m Sleepless nights, fevers, rashes, snacks and snacks and snacks and snacks, lunches and dinners and smoothies and shopping, errands and baths and books, um, that we're so busy taking care of everyone else and others, otherhood, that we forget to take time to remember who we are. And I think I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to us to getting to a point of retirement because I think that there will be like an element of exploring who we are again. Oh yeah. Once the kids are out of the house, it's tiny house time. 
It's tiny. <laughs> well, Why do you always have to go there? Yeah, we'll find out who we are because we have to. We don't have to worry about, you know, do we have to work anymore to you know pay mm-hmm. you know taxes and a mortgage and all that shit. It's just we can just be who we want to be and find out and do all the things like peyote. Peyote, <laughs> right? Find out who we are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just mm-hmm. to, just to live, you know, our lives together alone. Mm-hmm. That sounds so nice. Yeah, uh, if you're alive. And I, Me? Well, I was going to say, you know, I have things that I want to do, but I have a separate list. One if you're alive and one if you're well, what happens not alive. I don't know. Oh, like yeah. if I had a truck or? Fine, sure. What happens when you I'm dead? What do you do? Eaten by coyotes. I don't know. <laughs> um, Is that my peyote trip? You know, I know I have different kinds of like, you know, exploring sexuality, that kind of stuff. Oh, just do it now. Just get over with. Well, I don't know. We'd have to, we might have to have a long discussion about that. That almost happened in LA for you. It didn't almost. You always say that every time we're out that it almost happens for me. But obviously there's a line I won't cross because right. it never actually That's does why I happen. Say almost. So I did a bunch of Instagram polls. Um, and I so we are not the only ones obviously feeling like this. I pulled our Instagram community. Um, thousands of people responded and 90% of them said that they feel like they've lost a part of themselves when they got married and became a parent. That makes sense. Yeah. Of course. 90%. But, you know, they're, I wasn't so sure because some people don't want to, you know, they feel like, you feel like if you're admitting that, then you're somehow ungrateful for being a parent. Gotcha. Um, are you and your partner good at fostering each other's needs for independence? 65% said they could do better. Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. Are you and your partner good at fostering each other's needs for independence? Okay. 65% said they could do better. Okay, so it's almost half. That kind of makes sense. More than half. I said almost. Like, Right. Yeah. Uh, do you ever wonder what life might have been like if you chose to live on your own without a spouse or kids? Yes. Right. 85% said yes. 15% said no. Really? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that kind of makes sense to me, actually. Um, and then people said, I have to find it, uh, but people said... Uh, one part of myself that I hope to explore in the future, I got, oh my God, I got hundreds of answers that I can't explore now because I have kids. Uh, someone says, I returned to playing the piano. I used to be a pianist. And ever since I had kids, I've completely stopped. I would love to start playing again. Like, it's sad. Wait, why? Why Why something like playing the piano? I think people just put all this stuff on the back burner. And, you know, when once you, like you with the drums, how often do you play drums? Almost you, never. Yeah. Right. But you were like, you love the drums and you i mean well i would uh, if i had the time i would i would go back and play the drums i would learn guitar i would learn piano i would learn like all forms of music i would love to play it all that would be like a huge passion of mine to like just be able to play any instrument right like Like, hopefully you won't have arthritis and you'll be able to do that why would i have arthritis well that's the problem i'm saying with with waiting till retirement oh, to do you. things like people. There are people who, you know, we have friends who didn't have kids till they were like 38, 40 years old. And they had all that time when they were young to like right. completely just be their own, be on their own, do whatever they wanted. They had no, you know, we used to call them at like 11 AM and we'd be like, Oh, what's up? You guys want to hang? And they're like, we're still in bed. Right. You know, and but- we were like already had gone food shopping to the children's gym to the, we're like, <laughs> so But what do they do with it? Because they have kids so late. Now they're 70 when the kids are out of the house. 
now what do you do with well, all the knowledge you gained when you were in your 20s, 30s, and early 40s? Well, but at least maybe you had time to explore. Yeah, I don't know. Because you're right? going to, but it's we're also going to be, and you're also going to be a different person no matter what in your yeah. retirement than you were before you had kids, just by evolving and growing, hopefully. Um, so people said, um, furthering my education, I never finished college once I had kids and I have never had the time to go back. Um, wait, hold on. We're going to take one more break. Okay. And then we'll come back. Okay. We'll be right back. I know a lot of parents out there are like, I cannot wait to get their kids back to school. I've said before, back to school for me brings so much anxiety because I'm so bad at all this organizing and everything that comes with it. I have no idea where to like put stuff. The new stuff is coming home. My kids just like, I swear to God, they bring like dump truck backpacks full of crap and just <laughs> empty it in our laundry room. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you, actually, I want to interrupt you with this because yeah. I know how excited you are that the kids are going back to school. And now I'm really they, not. Well, you are because all of those art projects start coming home and all of the papers oh, start yeah, coming I'm home. Super and they start excited. piling up all over the place and the house is filled with art projects. Yeah, I'm so excited. And well, for me, I don't have to worry because I already last year, at the end of last year, uh, a gold star for me, please. I took all their stuff from the last couple years and I sent it into archive. So now I'm starting fresh and I'm just literally going to start saving things. And now Jonah, who's been like our littlest, who he's been losing teeth left and right. He writes something to the tooth fairy every time he loses a tooth. They are the cutest freaking letters. They're all going in the next book Yeah, because I do he not want those, those ruined. Again. I want those preserved because they are adorable. And for anybody who is stressed out like I am about all the new stuff coming in, just Take the old stuff, send it into archive. You can send anything. You can send uh, trophies. You can send honor roll certificates if you have that kind of kid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, anything that you want to preserve and protect and not have yellow in the basement. You know, they turn all gross and yellow, like all the papers when you just leave them in the basement. I don't know, is that oxygen that does that? I don't know. You're a scientist. So, (laughs) so anyway, uh, or for grandma and grandpa, if you're looking for a gift for them, we keep ours on our coffee table and, uh, our kids constantly look through them and they show people when they come over, they're really proud of them. And I feel bad because before that they were all just sitting, collecting dust in the basement. So they professionally photograph your artwork. Once you send it in the box, the prepaid box that they send you, and then they upload it to your account so that you can view and edit it until you're really content with how it's all turned out and these pictures are gorgeous these are not pictures you can take with an iphone these are professionally photographed pictures and then you're going to receive back a beautiful hardcover quality book with everything in it it's gorgeous the cover is gorgeous the inside is gorgeous you can label it your kid's age who was their teacher what was the occasion anything you want so go to archiveapp.com and use code mnm and you'll get 20 dollars off your archive shipping kit that's archiveapp.com. Use code MNM and get $20 off your archive shipping kit today. All right. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. When the kids are actually out of the house, like how do you how do you think about that? Because we always joke like, let's get the kids out of the house. I like, can't wait till they go to school. I can't wait. Like, but when you really come down to it. It kind of scares me a little bit. Like that's that's what we come home to. 
Right. Well, I think that there's two separate things. There's your sense of self and there's your sense of togetherness as a couple. And those are both things I think that once your kids go away, you have to have some kind of grasp on or else you're going to be fucked. Yeah. But like, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Because. Oh, I think I will find plenty to do. Do you? Yeah. But I think I have more interests and hobbies than you. Oh, I don't know if that's true. Like, I, there's so many things in my mind. Okay, so I, what? What are well, you? You're saying you're nervous about it. No, so what? not not nerve. I'm nervous about the fact that we come home and we have the kids. Like everything that we do now is for the kids. And then yeah, and we, we wait home, for them to be gone for one of our parents to call and be like, "You want me to take them?" And we're like, oh, "Bye bye." Yeah, yeah, for a night or two or something like that. Right. But now it's like forever. Yeah, you know, hopefully. Like, <laughs> well, we say that, but it's. Why? You're really worried about what you're going to... I'm going to miss them. I know I'm 100% really going to miss them. And if they go very far where I can't see them all the time, I'm going to be devastated. But I am also so looking forward to... I mean, I feel like I look at my dad, who was a doctor his whole life and a parent. He had no time for anything. I mean, when he wasn't working, he was with us. When he wasn't with us, he was, you know, on call in the hospital going in two o'clock in the morning. Like he literally, his life was on hold for his career for 50 years as a doctor. And now that he's retired and unfortunately, you know, he was pretty old even when he retired. I feel like he's actually getting to like live, you know, he's getting to granted. It's not the way I want to live. Like he's at synagogue every day, all day. That's not what I want to do with my time, Right. but he is, that's his passion. Let me break it up for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say today something happened and we split up and I took the kids. And- <laughs> <laughs> Who was the judge? Ronald McDonald. <laughs> No one's giving you the kids right. if we split up. Magic happens and me and the kids no longer exist. Mm. What would you do today? That's not magic. I don't want the kids. I know to that. You know what I'm trying to say. Like right. you're, ha- you have to start over now. Mm-hmm. Forty one, mm-hmm. not forty two yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. At forty one, you had to start over today. What uh-huh. would you do? You know, I would move this? back into the city. Well, I, would, how? I, would, I mean, listen, this is, but I, I can get a job. I know it's, I know it's magic, but it's real realism. Yeah. Too. But like, I think at this point I have enough credentials. I can run a social media, uh, you know, I have social media skills. I, I don't need to like, I wouldn't have like a huge apartment. I could maybe get a roommate. Uh, maybe one of my friends would kill off their husband and, and the kids would go live with somebody else. And she and I could live together. Like, yeah. Oh, there's a whole lot of possibilities here. Right. So like, that's, that's a good way to find out who you are now. By thinking about what I would want to do. Right now. Like no, because I don't want to think about who I am without my kids. And like, I don't want to, I want, I don't want them gone. I want to, I still want my identity, my identity to be as a mom, but I also want to explore other sides of myself. I don't, I'm not saying like, no, that completely defeats what I'm saying because I'm not in any sense saying I made the wrong choice. I didn't. I wanted to be a mom. That was my dream. And I did it. I know. I'm just using this question as like trying to find who you are within yourself. Like what would my dream be? Like now. Not if you were 20, not if you were 70. At 40 years old, what's your passion? What's your dream? See, that's the thing. I don't know. Right? It's hard. It's hard because I haven't thought about it. Oh, I have. I know bits and pieces of what I want to do. I know I want to take more risks. I know I want to try things. Uh, and have and cross things off a bucket list. Like I know that. What do I want my actual day to day life to look like? I, I don't. I I haven't. 
I ha- I'd have hard. to give my of course because I don't know anything else other than what what I've done. So is there anything that you don't know that you would get into and try? Like for me, if poof you were gone, mm-hmm. not not that I'm happy and I'm not smiling about that right now. It could happen. <laughs> it's okay. Like I would go to culinary school. Like I want to be the guy in the what? movie chef. Like I want to. Where have, did like, that come from? I would love to. I, I know nothing about cooking, but it looks incredible to me. Like, see, in, I always said you remind me of Anthony Bourdain, and I always say in, that. Yeah, in the movie Chef with John Favreau. That's a great movie. That's like if that movie could be could have been my story. That sounds incredible. Yeah, but it's a very like inflated looking look at. Uh, of course. Yeah, I want to be like it's not quite that pretty in the kitchen. Exactly. Like I I want to be the coming from nothing like and turn it At into this 40 huge, something years uh, exactly old. that's mm-hmm. my point but like to me that sounds exciting like that sounds hey i guess uh what's her name uh julie julia childs was in her 50s when she did her television oh really show. so yeah we'll uh, see so that, it's possible so like that's something that i would want like today mm-hmm. at 42 years old you would really enroll in culinary school Absolutely. there's um young amazing. chefs academy uh a few miles away that you could go to uh they have classes for yeah, kin- but see, kindergartners. Like, <laughs> right. But I couldn't do it. Like I have to, like I want to tour around. I want to like go around the world. I want to learn how people cook in different countries and like what it means to them, you know, for their You like barely ever families. fucking make pancakes. That's so now you're going to become a world want, renowned chef. Right. That's, that's something that's okay. not a part of me that I want to be a part of okay. me if, if it was possible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would imagine I would do something in like the world of writing, you know, maybe try to get in there somewhere. But no, I, I have to really think about it. But when I really do think about um, realistically finding my sense of self, I, I do think about adventure and risk taking and all the things that I haven't done while we have kids because it just doesn't make sense. So yeah, what helped me come to my conclusion about like Gordon Ramsay has this new show now, <laughs> just like um, and Anthony Bourdain had his show where he tours the world, and but but like he's got this. But Gordon, show. Gordon Ramsay just yells at everybody no, in every country. But goes he's to, like cascading what down waterfalls to find like mushrooms in a certain area under the waterfall. Like it's an adventure. It's like walking across, like going to the corners of the world and like finding these people who have nothing and they have to harvest everything from their villages and like they go on these adventures like it just seems it's so much more than just cooking it's it's you know cascading it's canoeing it's like it's it's all these different cool adventures to find these hidden gems that these people use in their food on an everyday basis that just sounds awesome to me and i'm still at the age where i can do those things Mm -hmm. so if i tried at 70 when i retire i can't do that yeah you're not doing it now so (laughs) that's my point right yeah Mm -hmm. so if poof you were gone you're not gonna retire at 70 no who knows come on we have 10 years until our youngest is out of the house okay so that's at least more time to do what you want to do, even if it's not retirement. You'll be 52 when you can actually, you know, at least our weekends are going to be, for, hopefully, if nobody's living with us, but easier to do things like friends who I don't get to spend enough time with that I want to spend more time with and 
anything, taking a course. I mean, you could take a culinary course. Fine. Can you go and explore the world before you retire? No, but you could take a course on a Saturday where really now, I mean, you could even really do it now, but we also during the week right now, we're so exhausted from the kids. You want, we want time to nap and we want time for ourselves to sit and have coffee and we want time, you know, we 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 also have this. And we so have we this. don't have time for right, really... Right, but what I'm saying is we will have even more time to do things to a different level. Yeah, yeah, because whatever we're doing, it's not because we have to raise kids anymore. Yeah, I mean, whatever happened, I, mean, our, our, I think our... It's, we have to sort of let go at some point and just they're off on their own. You know, we can't be constantly like hovering over them. Yeah, like what, 16? Uh, I was going to say 15? it happened already. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think that there's a lot of, uh, of things like that people said in the Instagram that once they said it, uh, I was like, holy shit, I get that. Um, you know, people said th- things that they, they wish that, they had time to do now that they can't do or that they're looking forward to hopefully one day doing. Um, Even just like having the time during the day to put myself together and look presentable and not look in the mirror and feel like I don't know who I'm looking at. To take more care physically of myself, be able to go and get my hair done more often or shop for clothes or things appearance-wise, which may sound... Uh, superficial, but at the same time, that was really important to me for a long time. And yes, if we go out on a Saturday night or a Sunday night, I like to look, you know, I like to look nice and I put time into it. But Monday through Friday, I'm a shit show. I think you always look nice. Oh, fuck you. But I I feel like... Like that's why the old women go to the beauty parlor, right? But I don't want to just go (laughs) once a week. I want to go to like the dry bar Monday through Sunday. I want to do things more for me that's going to be a little bit more pampering to myself. I walk around in yoga pants and my hair looking like a disaster all day, every day, because I I have to make the decision of, am I going to shower and do my hair or am I going to you know help my kid get ready to go well, to school? I thought it was because you don't care. Like you're more comfortable. I, I'm comfortable. I think I've gotten into a routine and I think, yes, a little bit. It's that right now it's not top on my agenda, but I also think it's that it's easier. If if today you were able to do so, you think you would be more put together for your, like you would. You more would, often. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, it so would be more. thing for you. I would like to. Yeah. Sure. I just, it, I, I. And some people can prioritize it. Listen, I also can't get my shit together. So it, it's more me. It might not be everybody. But people did say that on Instagram. Like, I don't want to look, walk past the mirror and be like, holy shit, I look like a, a disaster. But that's, we're so exhausted and everything. I want that level of exha- exhaustion to be lifted where I can do my hair, do, you know, do my makeup, put on an outfit. It doesn't have to be uh, anything so crazy but something that's just gonna make me feel better Mm -hmm. and right now i just feel like it's not in the cards for me so even stuff like that someone said uh dealing with my with the trauma of my childhood she said i i haven't even gotten around to dealing with the trauma of my childhood and 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 that's one thing too is like you know when you have when you've had a free hour during the weekend or you leave work you're going to therapy 
Like that's something that you act, we actively need to do and take care of or we need to go to therapy or something. And that's if that's a free hour, that's not an hour you're pursuing your passions. You're doing something that you need to be doing, mm-hmm. getting better. And, and so right now our time is so limited that even the time we might have to ourselves has to be prioritized. It can't be about learning a culinary, you know, or taking a writing class, unfortunately, or or for some people it can. And I think it's amazing. For us right now, we can't do that. Right. It's not in the cards. But one other thing I was going to say that is really important that my sister does that I think is so incredible is journaling, like to find out who you are. She sits and she writes every day, every morning. She takes 15 minutes in the morning when she first gets up with her coffee and she just writes. Like, like pen, what? pen to paper. whatever comes to mind kind of thing? Like, um, I know. Yeah, I think basically. No, I think she just <laughs> writes. I think she just like lets whatever is going on in her mind. It could be anything. But that I think keeps you in tune with your thoughts. Again, also meditation, but journaling is another way that she just sits with a pen and a paper. I mean, she's so good. She does it every day. And I think that it helps her like... She might write, you know, who knows? She might be writing what what some of her dreams are, what's on her bucket list, what things that we don't think about during the day because we don't stop to think about them. So I think journaling is a really good thing. And one thing that she and I also do, which is really awesome, is that we go away like once every two or three months together just for 24 hours. And we get away from our husbands, our kids. We, we might not do anything crazy. We just might sit in a hotel room. But we just are away on our own. We have no schedule. We, you know, eat good food. We rest. We watch a movie, whatever. But it, it, it's, it's something that we have on the calendar that we look forward to. We stay in a very cheap hotel. And we just, we have that to look forward to. And we get together and we talk and we, you know, realign. And it's quick. But we look forward to it. And I think that that's... Well, she's, what, two years away from being empty nesters? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So any idea, like, what what her plan is? Three. Three. Of three years? Okay. Um, Yeah, you know, I would think New York City also, but I don't know. Yeah, but then, I mean, these days, after college, kids are coming home. Yeah. yeah. I mean, kids are living in their parents' houses till they're 30. Mm. That's happening these days. Yeah. That's, That's big. So mm-hmm. do do you say I like, would sell all my shit for that not to happen? Like, do you say like, sorry, not going to happen? I don't know. There's a whole different episode, but I want to do that. Because well, that's why I'm- I think this is where it gets into us with college. And you and I have very big discrepancies on whether or not we want our kids to go to college. And I think that's a whole other episode. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. Yes, I think that, no, I think at a certain point, like I know a lot of people have their kids come home, but even if my kid is under my roof, I'm, it's a whole different kind of lifestyle. Yeah, It doesn't matter. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm still focusing on them. I'm still going to be worried about them every second. Like a little bit if they're out on their own, you can't worry about them every second. You can't think about them. I mean, you're always worried about them, but you can't think about them every second or be hovering over them because it's kind of out of your control. What? Like if my kid doesn't come home until two in the morning in the middle of the night, even if they're 24, I'm up till two in the morning. Right. We'll see. 
That's why my don't make fun of me when I keep talking about the tiny house because when they come back, you could say, well, sorry, no room. Right, that's true. <laughs> Get your own fucking I'm tiny house. I'm not against the tiny house. I'm really not. I'm not against it at all. I'm telling you, once the kids are out of this house, we are out of this fucking house too. <laughs> all right, let's not talk about houses now, right. okay? It's a very touchy subject for me. Always is. All right. All right, are we I, done? I was going to say it at the beginning. I forgot to say, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you rate and review. Please, please. Oh, for the people who didn't make it this far? <laughs> well, I was hoping to say it in the beginning, just because the beginning yeah. is a very good place to start. Very good place to start. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, please. Uh, and yeah. And thank you all for um, following us on our LA. Uh, yeah. We're, we're, we're excited. We're going to, ha- we should put out like a little episode about what we, our experiences were mm-hmm. at the podcast convention at LA. Yeah. I think that. Some people might. I think the podcast convention will be like a five minute conversation. Maybe four. Maybe four. Minutes. Yeah, but but I think there's some fun things that we can we can talk about that people might have interest in that mm-hmm. will be coming up. Yeah, that we learned. Yeah. and we're gonna do. So cool. That, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. All right, marriageandmartinis at gmail dot com if you want to get in touch with us. Um, go to the website. I posted that phone number if anybody wants to leave us a voicemail. It's on the website, and that's it. Okay. Right. That's it. Anything else? I think that's it. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.